He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. Okay, YouTube, thank you for joining me. It's July 19th, 2022. It's a Tuesday, and we got Congress ready to call out the SEC. In today's episode, we're going to talk. We're getting ready here within about 15 to 20 minutes, actually. The House Financial Services Committee is going to be calling out the SEC Corporation of Divi uh, Corporate Finance, Division of Corporate Finance. So we are ready to roll, hopefully, someone there on Capitol Hill will actually hold this rogue regulator accountable. And uh, as we've seen here in the SEC versus Ripple case, they have been completely exposed and they will be losing that case. Best case scenario for them, they're able to get Brad and team to settle up. And because Brad and Ripple has it like that, they can toss them a few bones, get the free pass and be on their way. Well, I guess it wouldn't be a free pass. They're gonna have to pay for it. Ripple's already paid $100 million in legal fees just to fight this case. Before we get into the full update, let's take a quick look at the market. We're at 22,000 for Bitcoin, ESAP 1500, our XRP's up to 36 cents. Don't buy into this fake bull trap pump, okay? It's not gonna last. We are going much lower in my opinion, but that's just my little two cents. So take it for what it's worth, but I do believe that we are going much lower. So be ready for that, okay? So as I stated, uh, this is John Deaton. He said, from, I, I've heard from a little birdie that it should be interesting. And he's retweeting Brad Garinghouse, who says, who else is going to be closely watching the House Financial Services Committee's oversight hearing this week on the SEC's enforcement division? And uh, this is an article from Rosalind Layton that Brad Garlinghouse had retweeted titled SEC Slapdown is a wake up call to Congress via Forbes. Now, remember, we mentioned the most recent Supreme Court ruling against the EPA, and we said that this is going to affect all of the three-letter agencies and that we had major cases breaking not only in some state Supreme Courts, but at the very top, the Supreme Court of the United States, where they struck down the guns, they struck down Roe v. Wade. Now you're seeing that uh, they struck down the, or basically reined back in the power of the EPA. And that's going to apply to all the three-letter agencies, including the SEC. So we have good things on the horizon. Uh, are any of these guys, these corrupt uh, officials, ever going to see jail time? Probably not. I'm not going to be holding my breath for that. But nonetheless, the Republicans, which I'm not left-right, but the Republicans here are trying to take advantage of this opportunity here. This is from the Financial Services GOP. They say, Chair Gensler's SEC is out of control, but committee Republicans will bring accountability to this rogue regulator. Quote, he is shrinking the U.S. capital markets and reducing opportunities for all investors. Now, we are going to be patiently waiting here. Whether they're left, right, I don't care what they align with or call themselves. Please, we need someone on Capitol Hill to stand up for the American people. And if we don't fix this, if we don't start to get ahead here, we are going to be left behind by the capital markets, by businesses and capital moving to other countries where they actually have regulatory clarity and they can actually build a business, free enterprise uh, businesses being built in, in crypto amongst the world, while here in America, no one knows what the heck we're supposed to be doing here. 
Okay, so looks like the Republicans are going to try to take advantage of this. You know, this shouldn't be actually this should not be a left versus right issue. This should be the American capital markets are going going bust. They are uh, losing the attraction that they once had. The opportunity that we once had in this country is being lost. That's not a left right issue. So with that being said, we also have interesting timing that Jed McCaleb has run out of XRP, which you guys have seen, I'm sure. Okay, the stand is finally out of tacos. So this is Ripple sharing, Brad Garlinghouse shared, David Schwartz shared. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, even because I know you guys have already heard all this. The key point that I want to make is, as always, Brad, David, Ripple, and team show up in such a classy way. You know, Brad cracks a little joke here. Tacos, anyone? And the point that I want to make is throughout this lawsuit, throughout the last few years, at any point, have you seen Brad lash out at Jed McCaleb? Have you seen anyone from Ripple, you know, lash out, say anything negative about Jed? No. No. And as I usually say here, everything is going according to plan when it comes to Ripple, XRP, Brad Garlinghouse and team and what they're executing on right now. In my opinion, this is just my theory, Jed McCaleb's XRP has been going to other key friends of the family, let's say, within the banks, uh, within central banks, within governments. He's been helping his friends out, his friends in higher places, let's say. And I, and I really believe that Brad and the team know about that, and, and that doesn't bother them. They know that the people that are receiving Jed's XRP are people that want it, they're going to use it, they're going to hold it. And this is all part of the plan. And you can see, you know, by the fact that they come in on here, they crack a joke, Ripple shares a little history and context on it. No one's lashing out. No one's mad at Jed. Meanwhile, we got all these XRP hater influencers that have been just pounding it down our throats for the last few years. Oh, a founder's dumping on XRP holders. How stupid can you guys be? The founder's dumping on you. Da, da, da. Brad and team shows us here that we have nothing Nothing to worry about, okay? Now, interesting to note here. Kramer rang the bell. This is Jim Kramer, you know, (laughs) the CNBC show that is uh, a a great uh, short indicator. When he goes bullish on something, you might as well place your shorts bet. Well, Kramer rang the bell, the the bell on Wall Street, on March 6, 2020. Then five days later, COVID was declared a national emergency. Kramer rang the bell today, and now this. Wow. Okay, well, this is a post here from FX Hedge saying that Biden could declare climate emergency as soon as this week, sources say. Okay, so we know that our governments love being in this state of emergency. Many states actually are still in a state of emergency, and these governors are using those powers. Well, here we have Biden potentially could declare climate emergency as soon as this week, according to the Washington Post. Okay, so I don't know what's going to come. Is Biden going to declare a climate emergency? I don't know, but we know that Jim Cramer, he brings a bad omen with him. And so he he, he rang the bell. Um, that was yesterday. Uh, yeah, yesterday, July 18th, this Monday. Yeah, yesterday. Okay, so you guys be ready. I think that we're going to see some interesting things happening over the next couple months. I believe that the market is going much lower, so do not buy into this fake uh, fake bull trap pump that we are getting right now. Okay, this is just part of moving through this uh, accumulation phase here. 
going a little up and down accumulation phase before we dump again, just like we did. If you pull up the charts and just look at the simple technical analysis, we could easily do another 40 to 50% dump for Bitcoin, taking us down to about the 12K level. So be ready for that, okay? Let's continue on with our update. So Justin, India's finance minister says the country's central bank wants to ban all cryptocurrencies. So we just saw Russia flip the other way, Putin uh, banning all cryptos, India saying that their central bank wants to ban all cryptos. And we know why, because they wanna roll out the CBDCs. They wanna ban all the rest of it. Wanted to cover this. This was an interesting theory here from Wheezy on Twitter, something to ponder on. Vitalik is on record saying Jed told him yes immediately when Vitalik asked for a job with Ripple. If Vitalik Buterin was going to get a free pass, wouldn't he bring in Jeb too? Jeb has been involved with several Ethereum projects from Socket to Stream Token and IBM. The same narrative spewed out by Vitalik Buterin and friends is the same one Jed was saying when he knew better. Exactly. So I don't know about that connection, although I do know uh, it has been confirmed, right? Or at least this is what Vitalik said is that you know, um, he asked Jed and Jed said yes immediately for Vitalik coming on to Ripple. He just wasn't able to attain the visa, which is why Vitalik Buter had never made it to Ethereum. So we know that Vitalik in Ethereum was in bed with Wall Street from the very beginning. Goldman Sachs and the boys were in bed with Vitalik, probably literally the weird stuff that they're doing out in San Francisco, but hey, whatever floats your boat. Uh, but they were in bed together. Okay, and now we know that Jed McCaleb, we know where he comes from too. We know what tables he's been sitting at, what closed rooms he's been uh, taking part in. Okay, so it's an interesting theory. And I do think that there is something going on here with Jed's XRP. There's a reason why he has been able to sell off billions of dollars worth of XRP, and he's not included in the SEC lawsuit. Okay. I thought this was a really, really perfect quote here uh, that really explains the last two and a half years perfectly. Quote, to effectively brainwash and mind control a population, you first need fear. You then need a ritual or ceremony which relives the fear. That ritual must be simple so anyone can do it. You must make average people feel like heroes for doing exactly as they're told. The tyrant is best served by being in full control of the fear, plus manufacturing the ritual that removes the fear. That pre-manufactured ritual will in turn trick the public into participating in their own enslavement and brings them willing into the iron grip of the tyrant. End quote, Jason Kristoff. That summarizes the last two and a half years perfectly. Yeah, and we talk about this all the time on this show. We will not be participating in that ritual we will not be participating in that ceremony we we understand what their plan is for humanity what their plan is for the human and we will not be participating and we will be resisting that evil until the day we die god bless you all kiev will be ready to negotiate with moscow only after the defeat on the battlefield of the russian federation ukrainian foreign minister good luck with that my friends good luck i i, I <laughs> yeah Kiev, Ukraine, saying that they're going to uh, be ready for negotiations after they defeat Russia on the battlefield, after they are getting absolutely smacked on the battlefield. And I'm not here pro-Russia, pro-Ukraine. Uh, it's really sad to see these countries torn apart. But nonetheless, folks, Russia is methodically moving about that country, strategically taking areas over, and they are wearing Ukraine out. It was just reported that Ukraine sold off billions of dollars worth of gold, which... 
doesn't make sense because they only held a couple billion on their balance sheet. But nonetheless, Ukraine is getting they're they're getting taken over. I mean, I mean, Russia is getting everything that they want. Putin's getting everything he wants out of out of Ukraine as we speak. Now, like I said, I'm not pro Russia, pro Putin, pro anything. Just analyzing the situation, watching the world stage events play out. Okay. Just in court filings reveal Celsius Network lent $75 million to Three Arrows Capital. Yeah, so the bankruptcies continue. The stories we're starting to see. Everyone was lending to each other, you know. Uh, <clears throat> Celsius to Three Arrows Capital. Three Arrows Capital was getting financed even by Warren Buffett, I believe. It's just all falling apart. Now, last night, uh, we did get a quick update in the Ripple versus SEC case. The court approves parties sealing requests regarding Amici motion to participate in challenge to SEC expert. I'm not even going to read this. So today, basically July 19th, Amici must reply to SEC objection to their participation by Monday. I'm not even going to act like I know what that means. I didn't even take the time to look at it. I really, this is all shenanigans. It doesn't really matter. This case will be over here soon and uh, we'll be well on our way. So enjoy the show. Yeah, Ripple co-founder Jed has estimated to earn three point. 0.9 billion and 708 Bitcoin from selling his XRP since 2014. So he's literally cashed out over $3 billion worth of XRP during the whole uh, past few years, or I guess he started in 2014. His average sell price was about 50 cents, I believe. And um, he has concluded that program with over 3 billion profit. Okay. Netflix has stated that it expects to lose 2 million global subscribers in the second quarter, and you already know why that's happening. Man, I, I look at all these different ones. Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu. It's all crap, man. I mean, I can't find more than one or two good documentaries or one or two shows that actually pique my interest on these platforms, and they wonder why they're losing subscribers so rapidly. It's just a bunch of trash, and all the documentaries are just woke BS. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, for those of you guys who didn't hear, many of you guys probably did already, there was a shooter in Indiana. Yeah, this guy says, one 22-year-old man at an Indiana mall was more effective than 400 law enforcement officers at Uvalde. Now, I don't know. I, I don't know if we want to go that far with it. I don't know what the hell happened there in Uvalde, but that was interesting, okay? But the police say a good Samaritan who killed Greenwood Park Mall shooter was a citizen that was lawfully carrying a firearm and was able to stop the shooter almost as soon as he began. And I'm here to say that we need more men like this. This is just a 22-year-old guy. Ready to strike down evil. God bless him. And like I always say, you know, they can make their suggestions all they want. Give up your guns. Do this with your guns. Hey, <laughs> how's your program working out? Okay. Uh, we will not be participating in that program. Good luck. God bless. We will take our protection into our own hands. And God bless this guy stopping a mass shooter once again. And you never hear these articles shared in the mainstream news. Absolutely not. Now in Panama, we have mass demonstrations underway as citizens rise up against the government over high inflation, which increased the cost of food, fuel, and basic services. So it's just country after country we're starting to see and we're still sitting here, uh, you know, nice and happy, enjoying the barbecue here in America, while the rest of the world is hitting the streets by the millions, getting their leaders to step down, resign, vo voting them out. 
and uh, Panama is on the verge of collapsing. Many other countries here on just complete societal breakdown. And I think that many people here in America are mis mistaken in thinking that it's not going to come home. Okay. Yes, and this is exactly what I was alluding to earlier. This is from Charles Gasparino, Breaking. Gary Gensler has become the focal point of conservative groups, i.e. Job Creators USA and GOP lawmakers who are opposing his progressive agenda at the SEC. They will use the recent Supreme Court of the United States EPA ruling as a framework for legal challenges more now. Exactly what I said. That Supreme Court ruling is going to set precedent for the three-letter agencies. Their power is about to be reined back in. We will not be... Uh, governed through enforcement by bureaucrats that have not been elected by people of America. That is no longer going to be the case, and we are going to rein back in their uh, power. Now, this is big. Yesterday was announced China demands the United States to immediately cancel its latest arms sales to Taiwan. When the Russia-Ukraine situation broke out, I spoke to military, and they said, watch Taiwan. They said, watch Taiwan after the Olympics wrap up. Russia's going to move on Ukraine. And uh, China's going to be moving on Taiwan. Now, that still has not happened yet. But we've seen the buildup in the South China Sea. We've seen the moves being talked about. And I had two separate military sources confirm with me, watch Taiwan. And both said, we're going to let them take it. Just what my military sources are telling me is that they said that they're not going to put up a fight that they will have Taiwan back, okay? So we'll watch that play out. Um, this is what we've been expecting though. We're expecting this. We stand at the ready. And this is what happens when we've built out this community that has us so tapped in, when we got military active duty across the, across the world filling us in. Over in that region right now, filling us in. Giving us the inside scoop on how they are positioning as we speak. So it's been a beautiful thing. God bless all of you in the community. If you are active duty military or former with sources, please reach out to me. I would, would love to hear from you. If you're active duty military or former and you got sources, um, we'll respect your anonymity. And uh, anything that you want to keep off the record, we can keep off the record, but I would appreciate any of that. I love my military. God bless our troops. Yeah. This is this is you know this is what we're investing in right now, guys. Amazon stock dropped by ninety five percent during the dot com crash, from one hundred thirteen dollars to five. If you want to become rich, you need to buy strong projects when everyone else is scared. That's where the big money is made. Am I wrong here? How many times have you heard me say the XRP is going to pump to ten bucks and then it's going to drop back down to two? It's going to pump to fifty, and then it's going to drop back down to five. Amazon. Okay, during the dot-com crash, went from $113 down to five. So we have been suppressed. When we do pop, I think that we're going to get a serious, serious correction. We will get the mother of all pumps for XRP before we have a wicked pullback. And that is when everyone is going to capitulate. Everyone's going to say, okay, that was it. I missed out on selling my XRP at 30 bucks. I missed out on selling my XRP at 100 bucks. We're back down to... 12 bucks trading sideways for three years. Now, obviously, we're waiting for utility to drive the price of these utility cryptocurrencies that we've invested in just on an upward trajectory forever. But that's not how these things work. Okay, so be ready for them to shake us out of these assets 
particularly in cryptocurrency, that is the most manipulated asset class uh, that you could invest in. Okay, so be ready for that. Oil spikes to $100 a barrel as Biden fails to win Saudi pledge. And yeah, yep, so that didn't work too well. Okay, this is the exact chart basically that I'm talking about. I shared this with my Discord over the last two weeks. And it's this exact same chart and what all, I, I've seen over half a dozen technical analysis people on Twitter sharing this exact same pattern and saying the same thing. And they all say, don't shoot the messenger, which is what I'm saying too. Don't get mad at me. I wish I could be hype. But, but this pattern's playing out perfectly. Accumulation sideways before we do a massive dump. And that was a 45% dump. That was during May leading into the first part of June, 45% dump. Okay, if we do something similar like that, we will reach 12K uh, in or around that 12K region. So please be ready for that. At that point, XRP is going to be probably well below 25 cents, maybe even well below 20 cents. So be ready for that. The EU approves another 500 million for arms to Ukraine. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Goldman Sachs profits fall 47%. Bank of America profits fall 32%. JP Morgan has suspended buybacks. Banks are starting to feel it. Yeah. So like we've been talking about, even the big boys and girls on Wall Street are starting to feel the pain as well. Okay. This is a great moment. <clears throat> okay. Let's see if we have anything else here. Yep, yep. Okay. A couple other things here that I can't cover. I'll have to cover these on the Rumble in regards to the jab, the hokey pokey. I'll have to cover that in the Rumble lives. But yeah, lots being exposed over there. Um, that is about all I have. Yeah. Oh, we have Senator Dick Durbin. It's time to learn the truth about crypto. Let's start with the obscene amount of le electricity needed to mine Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Families and businesses in America will pay the price for crypto's mining ventures. Now, we've warned about this. We've, we've warned that there is a segment in our government that wants to ban proof-of-work mining. And I'm not a tree hugger by any means, but I do believe that Bitcoin mining is a waste of energy, 100%. With that being said, I'm all for freedom. I am not for uh, banning people from being able to run code on their computer as they see fit. It's not really harming anyone else. Is it a waste of energy? Yes. Um, but because of what they're doing, they're going to drive up the cost of energy anyways, where it probably won't even be uh, profitable to mine Bitcoin anyways. But with that being said, you know, I, we've warned about this. Bitcoin is not in the clear. Even though Gary Gensler is saying that it's a commodity, there is you know, people in Congress that are going to pass laws eventually. Eventually, we're going to get crypto laws and regulations passed uh, by our Congress. And they definitely are going after proof of work. Now, in Europe, the European Union has already voted on banning proof of work. I don't think that the vote passed, but it's still being considered. It's still being talked about, right? So uh, at this moment, uh, I think that the Financial Services Committee is firing up that session uh, I know that Alex Cobb is going to be broadcasting that live. His stream's probably already started now. So uh, before you guys head on out, if you could smash that thumbs up for me, let's head on over to Alex Cobb, show him some love, and uh, we'll watch that session. We'll see if the GOP actually holds anyone accountable, hopefully, but we're not going to be holding our breath 
with that being said, I appreciate all of you guys. If you're looking to get access uh, to our Discord community, just head on over to my website, zachrector.com, and I just produced my second webinar for my business development program. So if you're looking on how do I start my business, that's what we covered in the last webinar that I just produced yesterday. So feel free to head on over to the website, join our group, and in the Discord, you will get full access to the business development program. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.